Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. In this how-to episode, we will look at what it takes to partner and cooperate with God for His best for you. It seems almost silly to have to say this, but God is God and you are not. God is omnipresent, omnibenevolent, omnipotent, and omniscient. He lives outside time and space, is all-powerful, all-knowing, and all-loving. God is completely on top of absolutely everything that can ever happen to you in your life. Yet so often, people trust in themselves, the world, or others more easily than they can trust in God. This is what God had to say about that. It's amazing to me that people struggle with trusting and surrendering to me, and I must constantly remind them to allow me to help them. I'm not a puppet master pulling strings to cause you to make certain decisions. I have just seen those decisions made already, and I know what will happen. I know the dangers that are there for you before you do, and the blessings that I promise for you when you obey me. I can warn you of the dangers, and when you cooperate with me, the blessings are incomprehensible. My ways are higher than your ways, my thoughts higher than your thoughts, and I am able and available for you to seek my face at any time for any matter. I am also a gentleman, and I do not force myself or my opinions or my will on anyone. But I am quick to share my mind, will, and emotion with you when you seek me for it. I remember the Lord sharing with me that the Father did not need us to do his job, which is to impart his perfect will. The Son did not need us to do his job, which was to sacrifice himself for us as a perfect offering and show us the way to the Father by his life, love, and example. But the Holy Spirit requires your cooperation in order to do his job of guiding you day by day and empowering you to serve in the kingdom. Romans 12, 1-3 says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God to present yourself, your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is and which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. God not only wants you to partner and cooperate with him, he actually shares his divine nature with us, and we are partakers of that divine nature. 2 Peter 1.4 says, For by these he has bestowed on us his precious and magnificent promises of inexpressible value, so that by them you may escape from the immoral freedom that is in the world because of disreputable desire, 
and become sharers of the divine nature. If you are saved, you are a child of God, which gives you the right and the privilege to partner with God, cooperate with him, and know his mind, will, and emotion. John 14.21 says, The person who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who really loves me. And the one who really loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him and make myself real to him. You do not need to serve a distant, far-away God. He makes himself real to you and me. And that's absolutely incredible. Romans 8, 14 to 15 says, For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons and daughters, the spirit producing this sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. Did you catch in that verse that you must allow yourself to be led by the Spirit to be considered a son or daughter of God? And Abba means daddy. It is an intimate relationship. This heart posture of surrender is required to be able to partner and cooperate with God. We have no idea the fullness of what the Spirit of adoption buys for us as a child of God. But one thing we know is that it earns us citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. Paul clarifies in Philippians 3.20, For our citizenship is in heaven. God has called us to live in this world and not of this world. And in Colossians 1.13, it says, For he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself, from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, that God has called us out of this world and transferred us into his kingdom. Having our citizenship in the kingdom of God makes us ambassadors for Christ. We represent our heavenly family to this world. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, So we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us. We, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled with God. The word for ambassador in the Bible is presbuo, and it means an established statesman, diplomat, a trusted, respected ambassador who is authorized to speak as God's emissary, representing his kingdom, as someone respected as trustworthy, loyal, knowledgeable, especially in the opinion of those they know they belong to. That's an interesting definition, isn't it? Do you have what it takes to represent God well as an ambassador? In yourself, apart from Christ? Absolutely not. But with Christ's guidance and direction, yes, and we actually call that a privilege. There are two more biblical words I wanted to share. Koinonio is the biblical word for cooperation, and it means to partner with, to make another person's necessity one's own as to relieve them. This is what's required to know God well enough 
to represent him as an ambassador. You must make his priorities your priorities. And speaking of the authority we have in Christ to partner, the word in the Bible for that is basileia, especially refers to the rule of Christ in the believer's heart. It means kinship, sovereignty, authority, rule, especially of God, both in this world and in heaven, in the hearts of men, hence the kingdom in the concrete sense on earth. This is our responsibility as Christians, is to reflect God's mind, will, and emotion well with his nature, his character, and his power here on earth as it is in heaven. There's a concept that I think is important for us to understand to be able to do this properly, and that's that you are the container of the living God in his fullness. Containers carry something. They get filled with things. And that's what we are. That's the relationship we have as believers. We carry the fullness of God in us. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 says, But we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation, in earthen vessels of human frailty, so that the grandeur and surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to be from God, his sufficiency, and not from ourselves. We want people to be encountering him when we represent him and not us. So that's kind of important that people can say that they felt him when they're encountering you because you're carrying him and releasing that precious treasure in you. It's also important to note that you are containing a person and not a thing. You are containing the person of Jesus Christ. This is what makes the container actually a temple of God. The temple is a house of God, and your heart is God's dwelling place. He remains in you always, and you remain in him always. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property? So when you think about that, you want to respect what you carry enough to honor your own body, your health, your attitudes, your heart, your family, everything about your life. You want to respect because you are carrying and reflecting the living God. I've done a few episodes that go way deeper into this, but the How to Fix Your Eyes on Jesus episode really helps you see Jesus in you, with you, and you in Jesus, which is very helpful for you to be able to really understand the relationship that you have carrying the presence of him and tapping into his mind, will, and emotion. When you see yourself with him and you can ask him direct questions like you learn how to do on this podcast, and you have regular experiences where you can ask the Holy Spirit when you're reading the Bible what it means, and then Jesus can bring it to life for you based on your own life and circumstances personally, 
This is how you learn how to cooperate with God. I will link that episode below this episode on the pattyej.podbean.com site so you can go deeper into how to do that. You are God's hands and feet with the responsibility to reflect God well and carry that truth to accomplish his kingdom plans in this circle of influence that God has given you. One of the most important things to be reminded of here is the role clarification of God bringing his will and power to accomplish his purposes. His job and your job need to be clearly identified. This is so important because people will hold back from doing things for the kingdom because of their own personal limitations without really understanding that the power to serve God does not come from you, it comes from God. I notice this rule confusion a lot as a professor. My students get in God's way all the time by just simply thinking that it's their strength and power and being afraid to go out on a limb and do things that God's calling them to do. And this is really a barrier for the kingdom because people are getting in his way. So we learn here that the strength to do, the power to do what God asks you to do comes from him, not from you. And God loves to work through your weakness. That's something that we don't understand about God. He picks unlikely people to do really incredible things. In fact, Mark Verkler, a very left-brain person, was given the four keys to hearing God's voice, which is the dialogue journaling foundation for this entire Experience Jesus podcast, because this was not something that came naturally to him. If the Lord had given this technique to someone who could just know that they know that they know that they hear from God, then people could easily say, oh, well, that just comes naturally to you, and it's not really for everyone to be able to do that. But for the Lord to give that model and those steps and the practical application of it to someone who literally struggled with anything intuitive and was extremely left-brained showed us that anyone can hear from God and anyone can choose to surrender their own will and to be able to hear God and obey his voice. Your job is to surrender and be willing to say yes and amen no matter how scary it is. So in order to do that, it requires onion layers of peeling off of self-will and self-doubt and self-this and self-that. So that's the journey of the Christian life, essentially. It's kind of like electricity. We tap into the power of the electricity and release it out. It doesn't stay in us. It travels through us out. That's kind of how God works with us. John 15, 1 and 2 says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear even more fruit, richer and finer fruit. What this is saying is that when you allow God to prune you, then he cuts off the stuff that's getting in your way and he is able to bear fruit. 
Pruning stops the energy going to the dead parts of the plant and restores more energy to the healthy parts of the plant. And that's what God does when you allow him to work on your heart and peel off onion layers of self. John 15, 4 to 8 says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bear much fruit. And otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit and prove yourself to be true disciples. So here we're learning that when you tap into God and cooperate with his will, you will bear much fruit. That's how you see prayers answered, because you're actually praying God's prayers and not your own. This is how miracles happen, because God shows up when we pray according to what he is wanting us to pray and do the things that he's asking us to do. God has to show up because it cannot deny his nature and character. When you see a lot of answered prayers, you know that you're aligned and you're partnering and cooperating with God because you're praying his prayers and not your own. That's one of the marks of Christianity. You will see answered prayers, signs, wonders, miracles surround your lifestyle because you've learned how to partner and cooperate with God. John 14.10 says, Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not say on my own initiative or authority, but by the Father, abiding continually in me, does his works and attesting miracles and acts of power. Jesus was saying that he needed to be completely united and, and partnered with the Father to do everything he did. And now we are united and connected with Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit to the Father so that we can do the same signs, wonders, and miracles that he was able to do, but multiplied because there's so many more of us. So don't get in God's way. The more self-you there is, the less him-you there is. Selfishness is you wanting things for yourself at the expense of others or God. Self-sufficiency is you striving to do things in your limited strength and the things that are on your heart to do and not God. So to begin with yourself is to leave God out. John 3.30 says, He must increase in prominence, but I must decrease. This is what Jesus had to say about this. People think that when I say they must decrease, that it means that there is something lost. They have a fear of losing their self. But the truth is, when you surrender yourself to me, I add my perfection to the uniqueness of you and make you 
the best version of yourself. This is your Christ identity, and this is my transformational way. There is nothing lost but the things that hinder you. As you surrender, I heal and transform you so that much is actually gained when you surrender yourself to me. Surrender does not happen overnight and involves onion layers of awareness and healing, awareness of lies that hold you back, healing related to the truth that sets you free. Oftentimes you have to learn that lesson in hard ways. It's easy to surrender to me when things are over your head or you're afraid. Even atheists cried out to me when they're in threatening life situations. It's much harder for you to surrender familiar things for which you think you can handle without me. I don't want you handling anything without me. I can make all things better when you allow me to by cooperating and partnering with me. The truth is, anything you do apart from Christ is considered a dead work. A dead work is anything that lacks God's will and power. You can be doing things for God and not with God that he never intended for you to do. Abraham and Sarah got so impatient waiting for the promised baby that they had Ishmael. The descendants of Ishmael and the descendants of Israel are fighting to this day because of that one decision. Ishmael begot the Arab nations who are still violently opposed to Israel and Christianity. So remember Whenever you take matters into your own hands, apart from the cooperation with God and without the guidance and leadership of God, it's a dead work and can lead you down a path of destruction. Continually keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and learn his voice and his will through the word of God and encounters will lead you to the promised blessings of cooperation and partnership with God. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadala.com shop. And remember the code EJPOD to receive 10% off everything, even the stuff already on sale. And remember, they make great gifts too. Thank you for blessing me by your prayers and for being a listener to this podcast. If this is your first podcast experience with us, you may want to go back to the trailer episode and learn about the biblical foundation for dialogue journaling, our process for experiencing Jesus. This leads you through the first special place encounter with Jesus as a child. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in the special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. After spending a little bit of time with Jesus, ask him to show you an area for which he wants you to cooperate with him and partner with him more. And then have him give you a glimpse of what it would look like if you worked on that area together. Take all the time you need and record it all in your journal.
Well, I hope today you got a greater appreciation for the fullness of what you carry and how to cooperate and partner with God a little bit more so that you can reflect God's might, love, and power and have the kingdom impact that he created for you to have. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.